This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. The White House goes into nuclear meltdown panic mode when asked about Joe Biden's criminal family and congressional Democrats call Biden rudderless, aimless, and hopeless. Joe Biden's approval ratings slump into the 20s and Kamala Harris can't spell the name of this state. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. Ah, I love the smell of criminal collusion in the morning. And that is what we get in our first story this morning of the Biden crime family. But before we get to that story, I want to say thank you to our viewers. God, we love you so much. We are here to create a better country. That's our goal. America first. I don't care if you're on the left. I don't care if you're on the right. If you are for putting America first and the government staying the hell out of our lives, then you and me are on the same side. We're building a movement to rip down our common enemy, to tear down the rotted structures of the corporate press and the corporate political incumbency that will work as a uniparty to destroy nationalist and populist movements. And that's what we represent. That is why I want to say thank you to our viewers. You all had the greatest weekend with us together as a movement. We did multiple shows this weekend, record viewership, 10,000 concurrence across three different platforms. Cash Patel was cracking beers on the 4th of July with us. We were slamming them, eating donuts, and talking about saving America. And it's thanks to you that we were able to do this, your support. And what I mean by that is you simply following our channels, clicking like, commenting, you in the comment section, you all are the ones that keep us going. We just want to say thank you. You sharing this video, that's the best help you could possibly have. You having a community of people that jump into the comment section, what up Ohio, what up Indiana, what up Texas, everybody coming in and making this a movement. Ladies and gentlemen, do we have big things planned for this space? We are seeing the value of bringing in people like Cash Patel, doing large sit-downs, cracking beers, having real conversations, true conversations about the direction of this country, and doing it while enjoying the fruits of this incredible country. We were drinking Budweiser heavy this weekend, Whew, and it was early. I am way too old. I'm 36. I'm way too old to be drinking in the middle of the day. Anyway, the point is, is that we did it for the first time, a three camera shoot, a live show that lasted for nearly two hours and y'all were rocking it. Tens of thousands of concurrent viewers, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of total views. We haven't actually checked. Maybe my team can get me those numbers. It's just a record breaking weekend. We are ascendant. We are growing in this movement. We are the ascendancy, populism, nationalism, love of country is on the rise and the barriers and the fake walls that they put us up around us. We are breaking through them like the Kool-Aid man. So thanks 
to you. We don't ask for donations. We don't ask for money. Maybe we should. Maybe we'll get there. We are going to be opening up a merch shop, but we just want to say thank you. Just you watching and viewing and sharing and commenting alone has allowed us to do this show, to bring in incredible guests, and we have so much more of that planned. Every single bit goes back into this show and into the product, and we say thank you. The reason why we want to do this show is because there needs to be a space for us to discuss these incredibly valuable moments, these incredibly valuable bombshell stories, because we know the corporate media and the corporate press, the legacy media, are there to hide the truth from us. But even today, ladies and gentlemen, the skeletons will fall directly out of the closet. And what I mean by that is Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden looks like a skeleton. He falls off his bike like a skeleton falling out of the closet. And he is on a voicemail. We played it for you there in our cold open. A voicemail to Hunter Biden saying, yo, yo, this story. Hey, kiddo. Hey, kiddo. This story about you doing dirty deals with the communist Chinese government, you using the Biden family name to profit from communist Chinese dollars by selling out our country, which is exactly what the Biden family business is. The Biden family business is selling out America lock, stock, and barrel. And by barrel, I mean literal barrels of oil, which Joe Biden has sent to China. We'll get to that later in the show. Joe Biden is liquidating our reserve of oil in this country down to its lowest point in history. And that oil isn't even going to Americans. That oil is going to Europeans and Chinese. Joe Biden's family got millions of dollars that we know of. Lord knows what we don't know. From the communist Chinese. Joe Biden is on a voicemail talking to his son about business dealings. This is demonstrable, empirical evidence of Joe Biden interfering and coordinating with his son on business dealings with the communist Chinese government, talking about his connections to Chinese arms dealers. And so finally, finally, somebody had the cojones in the White House press corps to ask about this. Peter Ducey asked Corrine Jean-Pierre about this voicemail, the smoking gun evidence of Joe Biden's criminality, Joe Biden's accessory to the criminal enterprise that is the Biden family, Joe Biden's knowledge of his son's dealings, which Joe Biden swore up and down. I didn't have an identity with the bimbly boop. My, my son was in Captain Crunch communist China. He had Count Chocula. <laughs> what is he doing? Joe Biden swore he had no knowledge of his son's business dealings and that Hunter Biden was the smartest man that he knew. And so Peter Ducey of Fox News, the iron in this man's spine, finally able to press the White House on this issue. And the White House had a apocalyptic nuclear meltdown. Watch Corrine Jean-Pierre, who is many french fries short of a happy meal, try desperately to find the chicken nuggets rolling around in her brain. And boy, she was not finding anything in her response here. How is this White House so incompetent? How are they so unprepared? How are they this humiliated by simple, logical questions? 
Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA Month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail. Physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home and now it's in our bank account and we've never felt more secure and it's all because of my friends at the A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau five star reviews thousands of satisfied customers Birch Gold text Benny to 989898 to go gold be as smart as a founding father ladies and gentlemen Birch Gold Joe Biden's own voicemail used against his own statements to the American people about his family's criminality Check out this Hiroshima-level nuclear meltdown and Corrine Jean-Pierre's White House and brain go. Why is there a voicemail of the president talking to his son about his overseas business dealings if the president has said he's never spoken to his son about his overseas business dealings? Well, first I'll say that uh, what the president said stands. So... If he, if that's what the president said, that he, that is what stands. And Usually second, secondly, New York Times but secondly, concerning secondly, business dealings, and he says, I think you're clear. How is that not him talking to his son about his overseas business dealings? We're not from this podium. I am not going to talk about alleged materials from the laptop. So I will. I'm not. Voice on the I am not going to talk about alleged materials on the laptop. Are it's you not happening. Then that it is not. Peter, I refer you to uh, to his son's representative. Okay. Uh, first off, let me tell you that what Joe Biden says stands. First off, let me tell you that when Joe Biden lied to your faces through his dentures, dandruff falling from his hair, tapioca on the rim of his mouth, Werther's original stuck in the back of his throat, that that stands, okay? Let me tell you that even though we have this bloody glove here with the murder weapon and it has the murdered person's blood all over it, that O.J. Simpson is innocent. Let me tell you that first and foremost. Kareem Jean-Pierre is such a reprehensible ghoul. If you go back through Corinne Jean-Pierre, and we don't have enough time, we don't, we don't want to insult you by playing you her old clips from MSNBC. She was just a, she's just like the poster child of this petulant, narcissistic, American academic elite wokeism. Her, her family came here penniless, uh, immigrants penniless here. Dad was a cab driver. You'd think she'd have more appreciation for this country, but of course not. That doesn't get you anywhere, actually, in academia or in corporate media. What gets you there, what gets you anywhere is having regression and angst and anger. 
and vile for this nation and for the nation's leaders who wish to make this nation great again. And so what you can do is go back into the chronicles of Corinne Jean-Pierre and to find her, perhaps we'll do this tomorrow on the show, to find every single time that she espoused blatant and illiterate rumors about Donald Trump, everything from the PP tape to the dossier to Russian collusion with no evidence, fully exonerated Donald Trump, fully exonerated by three years of Mueller and $30 million plus spent of taxpayer money. You have Corinne Jean-Pierre surfacing every bit of conspiracy theory, misinformation, disinformation, about President Trump. Any crumb that could fall from TMZ or from the National Enquirer about Trump meeting with aliens, you could get Corinne Jean-Pierre to spout off on, on MSNBC, the absolute font of disinformation. And now she stands there too good to comment on a smoking gun voicemail in Joe Biden's voice videos of Hunter Biden speaking with Russian prostitutes. You have the evidence. It is demonstrable. It is empirical. It's directly from Hunter Biden. And she's saying that it's from his alleged laptop and she cannot comment on it. She didn't say that once. She said it twice. Follow up. We have all heard it. The president likes to say, uh, I will always level with you. He says it again and again. Um, moments ago, though, you seem to dismiss Peter's question about his conversation with his son, Hunter Biden. Uh, with regards to his business dealings. And I'm wondering, how is that silence consistent with the president's promise to always level with the American public? Because you know, in, in public, he says he, he hasn't discussed these business dealings. And then at least according to the, the voicemail that's been obtained by the Daily Mail and the Washington Examiner, it certainly seems like he was seeking to do exactly that, have a conversation about these business dealings. Is he leveling with the, the American public on this? Bill, I hear your question, but what I can tell you from here, standing at this podium, is that I cannot comment on any materials from the laptop. And I would refer you to the representatives of, uh, of Hunter Biden. That's what I can share with you at this podium at this time. So Corrine Jean-Pierre stating that she can't talk about the demonstrable empirical evidence that is the bloody glove of our politics today. The bloody OJ glove dripping in the blood of the murder suspect is Joe Biden leaving a voicemail on his son's phone talking about the communist Chinese business deals that his son was doing that the New York Times was reporting on. And by the way, I did tune into the comment section in between those clips on my people over on Rumble. I we were shouting out YouTube comments. We're going to shout out Rumble comments. Uh, Mega Murgatroyd says back to Tim Pool until Benny streams again. Murgatroyd, we are back, even though we love Tim Pool and we are huge fans of him. We hope that you will you are tuning into our new live, and I hope that you heard our explanation as to why our live crashed. Uh, uh, Prag Wenzel says, has his butt been wiped again? <laughs> Talking about, talking about Joe Biden, hopefully, not 
not me, not me. Although I do have two little, I do have two little girls in diapers. So there is a lot of diapers going on in this house. And there's a lot of diapers going on in the white house. So just a shout out to my people on rumble. We thank you. Uh, and we thank all of our viewers. We love you all back to the news. So the butts are being wiped in the white house because people are crapping their pants. It is a full on wall to wall seven alarm Amber Heard level of shitting the bed in the White House right now because they know the questions will continue to come. We know the questions will continue to be surfaced about Joe Biden's corrupt business dealings. Biden has consistently claimed that he has no involvement with his adult son's international business dealings. Republican James Comer, the ranking member of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, who will take over the investigations if the GOP wins back the House in November, says he's not surprised by the latest non-answer. He told the DailyMail.com, it's no surprise Biden officials refuse to answer basic questions about Joe Biden's involvement with Hunter Biden's shady former business dealings. He says that he's going to find out for all of America who the big guy is. When we get the gavel, we will use it to get answers, says James Comer. Good for you. James Comer needs to get answers on a lot of things, including Hunter Biden's trysts. That's a nice way of saying it. A word your grandmother would use, right? Oh, he went on a tryst. Oh, he went on a tryst. If you have a little British Mary Poppins grandmother. What it was, it was, it was Hunter Biden slam banging Russian hookers. And we have the video of that to prove it. Here's Hunter Biden groveling with his Russian hooker, probably a victim of sex trafficking, and getting his father to pay for it in case you haven't already seen this repulsive video. Clip four. Everything fine? Are you hurt in any way? Any any way are you hurt? Hey, is anything hurt on you? Anything? I was literally saying, I'm sorry that it took so long to give you $10,000. Do you have any bruise, anything? Is any, have I ever touched you in a bad way? Have I ever touched you in a bad way? Do you have any bruises, Hunter Biden says. Remember this when the Women's March says that Donald Trump is an existential threat to women, that this is the president's son. Not just this, it's the president's son who's being platformed by the White House, being platformed by attending multiple White House events. Here's Hunter Biden at the White House Easter egg roll right next to the children. Look at that little blonde girl in the front row. Look at that little boy in the front row. They're like, oh my God, please stay away from me. Don't touch me. Do I have my rabies shots up to date? Please, mommy, tell me I have my rabies shots up to date. I was within reaching distance of Hunter Biden. And it's important to note that this is a classic trait of a crime family. This is a classic motility that happens inside of criminal enterprises when they're about to go down. You see this in the mafia. You see this in various criminal figures that a public relations propaganda campaign will begin to try and humanize them. They know these criminals, these mafia bosses, these criminal people are in fact going to jail. And so what they'll try to do is soften their image. It is a tactic. 
It's a weapon that PR agencies use to try and soften the image of a corrupt individual. And that's what's happening right now with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was at the 4th of July celebration at the White House. He was seen next to his father. That's a message. It's a message to the Justice Department. It's a message to those who wish to investigate Hunter Biden that Hunter Biden is still in the good graces of his father and you better not go after him. Otherwise, you'll go after you'll get the full weight, I guess, of the Oval Office coming down on you. Now, how much does that weigh? What does Joe Biden weigh? Well, we saw Joe Biden fall over on a non-moving bicycle just last week. Joe Biden was blown over, presumably, by a light wind on a Delaware beach. So the full weight of the White House doesn't mean what it used to, but they're trying to protect Hunter Biden by utilizing classic PR tactics to defend and put a hedge around him by shoving him out into the front. Look at this disgusting photo, this balding, bearded, creepy man. Not even his own kid seems to like him or know what's going on. It's sickening. The video of the prostitute, Joe Biden, according to the Washington Examiner, paid for that prostitute. Joe Biden wired Hunter Biden money in order to pay for his prostitution and potentially engage in Russian sex trafficking. Perhaps we should ask that of Joe Biden next time he calls for more Russian sanctions. Next time Joe Biden says something mean about Vladimir Putin, the question should be, hey, uh, we get it that you don't like Russians uh, and that you want to sanction Russians. Have you ever sanctioned your own son for engaging in trade with Russians? And by trade, we mean <clears throat> sex trade that you paid for. Do you have any regrets about that? Your doddering, empty, spinning hamster wheel inside your head with a dead hamster in the corner? That's what Joe Biden is. And that's what's happening inside of this White House. It's an absolute embarrassment to the country, and it's a message that they're sending right now, which is if you go after Hunter, Joe Biden's going to come after you. But ladies and gentlemen, we've been making some phone calls. I got some breaking news here. We've been making some phone calls to some friends of ours in the Justice Department, some friends of ours who have worked in the Justice Department, some prosecutors, and some people in the know in Congress, some people in the know from the Trump administration, some people that know things. Let's just say that those calls have resulted in an unequivocal 100% rate of very smart people who know what's about to happen in our country saying that Hunter Biden is going to get indicted. Hunter Biden is going to go to prison. And what they're doing right now is they're softening Hunter's image because they want to get ahead of what's about to happen. Hunter Biden is going to get indicted for tax fraud. He's going to get indicted on a multiple a myriad of provable allegations that Hunter Biden was engaged in foreign business dealings in violation of FARA, which stands for you know the the body of law to engage with a foreign government and to take money from a foreign government and act as an agent of that government in this country. And what that's going to be is it's going to be a big axe at the base of the Biden tree. It's going to take a huge chunk out of the Biden crime family. You're going to get closer to the head of the family. The next shoe to drop, we have been told, is going to be Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother, who's more guilty than Hunter. People have been told, telling us he just hides it better. He's not as stupid or crack adled as Hunter, but a subpoena will prove how corrupt Joe Biden's brother is. And then the next swing of the ax, you get Joe Biden. 
That's how you fall a crime tree. That's how you topple the tree over. And that's what's going to happen. So that's what we've heard. We'll see what happens. Maybe it's because of the inevitability of these axe swings and the real instability of this Biden crime family tree that you are seeing Democrats begin to absolutely face stab the administration and this White House. No longer backstabbing. Backstabbing is what happens when you do it sort of like surreptitiously. Stabbing someone in the back is when you're like, I don't know who said that. What do you mean? We love you. Stabbing someone in the front is when you're doing it in public to regime media. And that's what Democrats are doing now. They're doing it in public to regime media, to Joe Biden. Check out this flamethrower from CNN. This was originally reported in CNN. Biden is rudderless, according to congressional Democrats, aimless and hopeless. Damaging report compares the gas tax holiday plan to throwing spaghetti at a wall to see what sticks. And that's, I think, is an intended insult because Joe Biden, as we all watched, he collapsed on his bike. Joe Biden does indeed have spaghetti legs. He has these goofy little spaghetti legs that look like this. And boy, man, was he telling the truth. He might have been lying to us about his son's business dealings. But he was telling the truth when he said, I got hairy legs. I turned blonde and sun. You see hair legs. Joe Biden, rudderless, according to congressional Democrats who are now face stabbing the administration. This, according to CNN, take it away. Senator Jones, I, I mean, he says, okay, Joe Biden is, is a good man, but, you know, everyone's unhappy. The country is going in the wrong direction. People are unhappy for a lot of different reasons, um, but it's a pretty universal feeling. You're very close to Joe Biden. I know that you are. Uh, you know, basically an eternal supporter of his. But, you know, some of these quotes, you know, are pretty tough against him. I mean, we had, you know, one Democrat told CNN that the presidency's rudderless. There are concerns about basic management in the White House. And, and quite frankly, that potentially opens up a path for Donald Trump to return. Hmm. It does, does it? <laughs> Will Donald Trump be returning? We've also been making a lot of phone calls about that. We'll have a big update for you on that very soon. Will Donald Trump return in this environment? Well, Democrats are the most scared about that. There's nothing that scares them more than Trump's return. Let's hear what they had to say to CNN about Joe Biden. And this, mark my words, is the threat. The threat has nothing to do with your prices at the grocery store or your taxes. It has nothing to do with the open border. They love those things. They want Biden to do that. It has to do with what will happen if Biden gets so unpopular that Donald Trump is going to go on to win 48 states. It's going to be a Reagan or a Nixon level landslide. And Democrats are the most scared of that. Here's what they told CNN. Unnamed Democratic lawmakers criticized Joe Biden's administration as rudderless, aimless, and hopeless turmoil for the president in his party on Tuesday. More than 20 Democrats working in Congress and at the White House shared private concerns with CNN regarding Joe Biden's ability to fix and respond to back-to-back -back crises that plagued the country for much of his term. I read the article. It's a long article. It's like 3,000 words. And here's what those Democrats had to say. They said that Joe Biden can't respond to crises, that Joe Biden isn't up for the job. They said he's too old. Well, 
You don't have to be a congressional Democrat to know that. You just have to tune in to The Benny Show every single day. And when StreamYard has our show streaming perfectly, we will be uninterrupted. But ladies and gentlemen, you know that Joe Biden is a beleaguered, decrepit, dementia-adled miscreant. And that's not me being mean. That's something we've covered on the show a lot. Hunter Biden called his father a dementia patient in one of his personal texts and emails. Hunter Biden was talking to a medical professional that was advising him, saying that Joe Biden has dementia and recovered from it. No one's been able to tell us how you do that. Dementia is not something that you recover from, but that's what Hunter Biden says. Well, it turns out that Democrats know that Joe Biden has dementia and that he's not up for the position. It's had the appearance of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks in the administration claiming that they will stop the gas tax for a couple of months, just in time for the midterms. The report suggests that Biden is talking about that frustration with his aides and taking it out on them, just like a total scumbag. Remember, this is the president that said, if I ever catch you being mean to someone, it's your last day, I'll fire you myself. This is the president that tweeted, of course, Joe Biden didn't tweet it. One of his uh, petulant aides tweeted it, that the buck stops with me. I'm the president. I will take the blame. Yeah, right. The president described as having a tendency to berate his advisors when a situation does not pan out as he expected. The practice is having a trickle-down effect in the ranks of the West Wing as suggesting a contributing factor in a slew of resignations. It also appears to conflict with Biden's day one promise that he'll fire workplace bullies on the spot. I'm not joking when I say this. If you're ever working for me and you treat another person with disrespect, talk down to someone. I promise you I will fire you on the spiggity spoo, true international pressure, hey, boop. That's what Joe Biden said January 20 of last year. One aide is quoted as complaining. There are, there's not a frontline office out there that isn't frustrated with the lack of action coming from the White House on inflation. At the very least, the president should get caught trying to bring prices down just about every single day. People near the decision-making and policy processes have also reportedly expressed frustration that Biden's infamous inability to settle on decisions saying that that got in the way of his actions against China and even on Supreme Court and loan debt. According to this report, Biden SCOTUS advisors told the White House that there was no way that the Supreme Court was going to decide on Roe v. Wade the day they decided on Roe v. Wade. And the people who were supposed to be doing the advance work and the PR work on this for the White House were out getting coffee at the time. <laughs> they were running errands when the Roe v. Wade decision came down. Contrast that with our team who were sitting here for days on end, actually, because you never knew, waiting to go live during Roe v. Wade. And we were live within five minutes of that decision. So we were better prepared than the damn White House. And these are the same people leaking the decision about Roe v. Wade. Again, another reason to like and subscribe to The Benny Show. And we thank you all. Biden's aides are increasingly unhappy with what they report describes as a presidential fan fiction coming from fellow Democrats. The president and his allies in the White House apparently believe some progressives are more interested in making headlines with their proposed solutions rather than offering constructive advice. And this has led to six in 10 Americans doubting Biden's mental fitness, according to Harvard. Wow. Wow. And I just have a correction from our team, by the way. Producer ALX says 
that we were live within one minute of the decision, not five minutes, one minute of the announcement. We <laughs> went live so quickly that we didn't go live on one of our key platforms, Rumble, and we will regret that for the rest of our lives because <laughs> we love you, Rumble. But ladies and gentlemen, Harvard is proving that America doesn't love Joe Biden in their most recent poll. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's so delicious because it's coming from Harvard. It's coming from the same body of intellectual elites that got Joe Biden elected. The same pretentious snooty body that loves the fact that Joe Biden era globalism and the globalist American empire is... The mecca of the world bailing out Ukraine, inflating the American dollar, that this is this is the goal. Unlimited globalist immigration into our country, burning down of our food factories, the buying of farmland by Bill Gates. You will eat the bugs, you will live in the pod. They love it. They love that. They want that for your future. They hate you and they love that and they all work at Harvard and now they are saying that the guy that they shoved into you and your White House doesn't have the mental fitness. Harvard having to report this. The mainstream media may want to treat Joe Biden's mental fitness as a verboten subject. Can't talk about it. But voters have pushed past that and drawn their own conclusions. The latest Harvard-Harris poll has lots and lots of unpleasant news for Democrats leading into the midterms, as well as one odd piece of not bad data, but it looks like an utter disaster in this cycle. 60% doubt that Joe Biden has mental fitness for the presidency. And why do we know that? Because every damn day we open up our phones and we see Joe Biden being like, turn international pressure, Barack care. And then he falls off his bicycle and then he trips down the Air Force One steps, and then he does an Amber Heard right into the uh, White House Lincoln bedroom. That's what happens. We watch Joe Biden crap the bed time and time again. He doesn't know where he is. At the 4th of July, Joe Biden had to be reminded by his wife, Jill Biden, to say, God bless America. Joe Biden was done with his comments, and Jill Biden had to go, say, God bless America, say, God bless America. And Joe Biden goes, huh? <laughs> tapioca spilling out all over the stage. According to Biden's overall job approval rating, the lowest, the lowest tie. Wow. Biden's job approval rating is now tied for the lowest in the series at 38% to 57%. Wow. Joe Biden on the economy. This is all you need to know. 32% approval. Joe Biden on inflation, 28% approval. You're done. That's it. You're finished. You're finished. Joe Biden has 28% approval and 30% approval on the economy. You're out. You're out. Only 18% of independents approve of Joe Biden's job performance, according to Breitbart in a civics poll. 18%? 18% approve of Joe Biden's job performance? More people in Saddam Hussein's prisons approved of the Iraqi regime. The president is severely underwater with independence. Oh, man. Rolling job approval found only 18% approval of Joe Biden. 
job performed. 18%. Pancreatic cancer is more popular than Joe Biden. Going to your favorite movie theater and sitting in a chair and having something stick to the bottom of your shoe, you lift up your shoe and you have that like sound, rotten popcorn like grease, that's more popular. Getting to the grocery store and having a cart with one wheel that doesn't work so the wheel just gets stuck and it's like as you're pushing your cart, that's more popular than Joe Biden right now among independents. This is the lowest job approval on record for a president with independence. Oh my God. Why? Well, because independents buy gas too. And independents are sitting there looking at their gas tank fuel. It is amazing. Mike Cernovich, I think, said on Twitter that inflation is something that you can't... Inflation is a politics-proof problem. I think that's the way that he put it. We love Mike Cernovich on Twitter. Congratulations to 1 million followers, by the way. Very few are more deserving than Mike Cernovich, one of the based OG populists in the movement. Mike Cernovich saying that inflation is politics proof. You can't spin your way. You can't hire a fancy PR firm like they're getting Hunter Biden out in front of all the people, right, to try and like soften his image. You can't hire a PR firm to get you the hell out of inflation. It's going to follow you everywhere you go because it pierces the fatty cat veil of the American life. American life is great because there is this fat cap that separates us from the realities of much of the rest of the world. Inside that fat cap, you have air conditioning, you have tasty wings, you have light beer, you have the NFL, you have sports, you have watching Benny, the Benny show live. Unless StreamYard gets in the way. You have a system that creates a comfortable life for all of us. When you pierce the veil, when you pierce that fat cap, and you start affecting people's lives. Somehow wings are now more expensive. You order wings, and now it's twice the price, and you get half the wings. You go to buy the wings, you have to get in your car, and doing that is twice as expensive. You check out at the grocery store, and what used to cost you 50 bucks cost you 150 bucks. This is politics proof. You can't message your way around it, and all the corporate media in the world can't get past the fact that normal people are paying irregular prices every single day. And that's why when independents say that Joe Biden is doing not good, that's where it comes from. It's called piercing the veil, the beautiful fat cat that separates Americans. That is like our birthright. That means a comfortable life for all of us. That's being destroyed. It's piercing that and it's hurting and you never recover from that. The Democrat Party is finished for the rest of my lifetime, for the next 50 years, because they did this now. People won't forget. Mark my words. We'll make sure they don't forget. We'll make sure that when they pay five, six, seven dollars a gallon, we were waiting for it to get to ten dollars a gallon. I don't know. ALX, tell me. Did it ever get to ten dollars a gallon? ALX will let me know. Producer ALX is incredible. By the way, we recommend you follow him on Getter and Truth Social. Alex the Lord. Did it ever get to ten bucks a gallon? We're not sure if it ever got to ten bucks a gallon. The reason it might, however, is because Joe Biden released. 5 million barrels of oil from the United States national supply to be shipped abroad, claiming they were being released to lower gas prices here at home. These are the kind of moves that make people so enraged when they're paying five, six, seven dollars a gallon and they're watching Joe Biden deplete our oil reserves. These are like oil reserves for like nuclear wartime, right? So let's say we have a full economic collapse. This is to make sure that America can do the business of like defending ourselves. Let's say we have a full 
apocalyptic collapse. The strategic oil reserve is a weapon in our arsenal to defend Americans. And this is why you have that reserve. It's not supposed to be depleted to provide oil for other countries. Here, according to the Daily Mail, Joe Biden has shipped 5 million barrels from the United States strategic oil reserve abroad after claiming that releasing them would help ease Americans' pain at the pump. The president faces accusations of sneaky sleight of hand as it was revealed that between a fifth and a sixth of the reserve of oil he bragged about releasing to boost supply made it offshore to Europe and Asia. Biden authorized the release of a million barrels a day from April onward, but his actions have done little to combat soaring gas prices. The 5 million barrels were exported from America, from your gas pumps to Asia. Despite record high gas prices in the United States, places like Italy and the Philippines got your gas from your strategic oil reserves, along with the Netherlands, India, and China. Wow. Wow. Now, all this oil is leaving the strategic reserves, which exist in Louisiana. Louisiana is where a lot of this refining happens. Louisiana is an important state. Louisiana is a state where Donald Trump is getting his plane in order. Remember that big plane that Donald Trump used to campaign uh, with and on? Beautiful plane. It's been redone in Louisiana. Louisiana, an all-important state in uh, American politics. Always a always an interesting battleground there for Senate seats and House seats and so on. Louisiana, an important state for Democrats, where Democrats could make some real gains in places like New Orleans, crappy city that has gone under. I mean, listen, I like New Orleans, but guys, look at the crime rates. Look at the murder rates in New Orleans. You got to clean that place up. Get out of the cities. What I'm saying is don't insult people from Louisiana. If you're watching in Louisiana right now, I love Louisiana. I've been there a couple of times. It's a great state, beautiful state. Super cool state. You know what's not super cool? When the White House can't even spell the name of the damn state. Here's an actual photo of Kamala Harris. You notice something there? You notice something there? I would never win a spelling bee. I could misspell my own name. But I know how to spell Louisiana. And I know you're missing an I right there. Louisiana. Louisiana. Losania. Losania. Who? Do, what is this? I don't know. Kamala Harris doesn't know how to pronounce her own name. Nobody knows. Is it Kamala? Kamala? Nobody knows. She said it differently. Nobody knows how to pronounce Kamala Harris's name. Here's the White House not being able to spell Louisiana. Losiana. Losiana. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Essence. The essence of Kamala Harris there, misspelling the name of the state that she was there to participate in what? Uh, some type of essence festival in New Orleans uh, to be interviewed by some actress. So that's what the White House is up to. In summation, the White House is having a nuclear nine meltdown because they know that Joe Biden is criminally tied to Hunter Biden and the evidence is demonstrable. The White House is releasing barrels of oil to our enemies. They are fueling China. China, which is about to do a terror through the South China Sea, gobbling up territory, building their own islands, taking over Taiwan. China's straight up saying it. And Joe Biden is sending them the oil to do it. And Kamala Harris can't even spell the name of the damn state that she's visiting. So please, definitely vote for her. No one's going to vote for her. They've seen record lows in their pollings. Six in 10 Americans doubt Biden's mental fitness and 18% of independents approve of Joe Biden. An all-time low. 
Biden's overall net approval is at negative 27. Joe Biden's civics polling is at 30%. Joe Biden's about to slump into, look at that, look at that, 30%. Joe Biden's about to slump, slump over like he was riding a non-moving bicycle into the 20s. Joe Biden's about to collapse into the 20s, the 1920s. Hmm. Wow. That's why. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we are ascendant. That's why we are doing this show. It's why we won't stop. Ha! Even if we're crashing. And it's why I want to say thank you. We're now back up to a thousand viewers concurrently on three different platforms. Shout out to you, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. God bless all of you. It's why we do this show. Populism is popular. Nationalism is ascendant in common sense. Nationalism says America first. And left-wingers and right-wingers can get on board with that. There's a lot we can disagree with in the middle, but remember the 90s. Remember the time when we could say America first. Remember the 80s when we could say America first together. That's what this show's about. We want to put this country first. Our children first, our nation first, and that's why we do this show. Every single weekday at 11 a.m., and ladies and gentlemen, if we get hit, we just keep on moving. We keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And we're not losers. We're winners on this show. And so are you. We are free, men and women. We were born that way. And we intend to stay that way because we have our principles and our priorities correct. Our priorities are God, family, country. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benny Johnson, and this has been Benny Show. God bless you.